Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. Damn, it feels good to say that. We are back, baby. Woohoo! Don't cry too much. I know you all missed me, okay? Just a brief little break. And the theme of today's episode relates to that and is also very relevant to my life. And also particularly relates to the fact that life has just been going so fucking fast lately. Fast enough that I haven't even had the chance to catch up with all of you. So, life update. Wow. The best way I can kind of describe the past three, four, five, six weeks of my life is I feel like I've been in limbo. Like, I feel like time has just not existed and I've just been entering this state of going through the motions and I never know what day it is. And has anyone seen that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Inception. It's called Inception and he almost enters these different states and different limbos where he's living a similar life or it's parallel or I can't even really remember what it's about but we watched it in my high school psychology class and that was genuinely a mind fuck. I think that was my first class of the day too so I'm just sitting there already exhausted trying to figure out how to not fall asleep in my khaki pants and now Leonardo DiCaprio is just entering different dreams and different realms and I have to figure out how to analyze it. I don't know but I feel like him in that movie right now. I don't know. Also, that reminds me, I have been fascinated with dreams my whole life. I don't know if anyone else has too, but I used to write papers on them, do reports on them, studies on them, and I think I'm going to do an entire episode on dreaming because what the hell? Like, it's so fascinating. What what does it even mean? Why do we do it? It's just, it's so interesting to me. Anyways, can you tell I have literally two brain cells left? These past four weeks have been absolutely nuts, so I'm happy I can just slow down and catch up with all of you. So these past four weeks, what did I even do? I'm going to pull my phone out to kind of help me go back and analyze things. Also, my roommates and I were talking about this this morning about phone storage. I'm getting to the point where I have an absurd amount of photos and I don't know what to do about it because and I know girls will relate to this, but you have photos and then you edit them or you post them or whatever you do with them and you have multiple copies of one photo. So what do you do? Delete the original raw photo, just keep the edited, delete both, keep both. I don't think my phone can handle me editing photos anymore. It's just been too much and these past four weeks have not helped with it. Also, I'm getting back to the point where when I ask someone to take photos of me, I almost want them to just take one. I love the beauty of that. And my aunt does this, shout out Aunt Missy, where she will take one photo of us or one photo of something. And if she doesn't like it or if it doesn't turn out, she's like, well, it wasn't meant to be. But that's it. She just takes one, one and she's done. And I need to go back to that because I'm so used to taking about 100 photos of people and just constantly pressing the button and moving all different angles just so I know for sure I get a right photo. And I can't do that anymore. So I'm scrolling past all these duplicates right now and it's just sending my OCD into a spiral. But there's just been a lot of senior stuff going on. From the start of this semester, all of my friends and people I know and even friends within my classes were all on the same mindset. Everyone is like, this is it. As far as we are concerned, life ends here because we don't want to think about life after graduation. And That was kind of how everyone thought, and we just lived it up every single day. That's just how it was every weekend, every week, and we did just that. This semester was the largest bender of my life. I wouldn't even consider that a bender. I would consider it 
a marathon. It was so fun and so unhealthy. I don't think I had a productive Sunday all semester. But we made it and now we're here. And the school I go to is notorious for that work hard, play hard mindset. But the senioritis just kind of amplifies it. And on top of that, as spring rolls around, especially in the state that I'm in, it finally gets nice out. And that makes things so much worse. Like the week that all of the patios and the different terraces opened up, I don't think anyone went to class. I, I mean that wholeheartedly. At one of the bars, the roof opened up and anyone with a class after 2.30 just did not go. My friends and I would show up to the bar with our backpacks. You know, we'd set them down by the 45 other backpacks in the corner. And that was just that. Everyone's just on the same mindset. There's been senior bar crawls and frat parties and darties and whatnot. At our house alone, I think it was back to back four weekends we hosted beer olympics and then the week following that was our big block party which is the biggest party of the spring at my school and then we hosted a mini concert in our backyard my best friend and roommate hunter you guys know hunter and then aaron and jj who were also on this podcast which if you haven't listened to their episode it's one of my absolute favorites go listen to it right now and one other guy who was their drummer formed this band created an awesome set list and practiced for like two weeks ahead of time and then just performed in our backyard it was so awesome. It was a perfect night for it. And the keg was completely drank dry, as was every ounce of booze that people provided. The next morning, I cleaned up the backyard and I didn't pour out a single thing. Usually we get lucky with our house and we usually have a few leftover seltzers or beers, but nothing. There was genuinely nothing left. We really went all in for it for this concert. And mind you, all of these nights and weekends can be viewed as sort of a pregame because we always go out after and stay out until close every night, no matter what. At the concert, there were a couple guys visiting who were Aaron and JJ's buddies and they go to a different school and they were like, I want to ask you guys if you go out after this stuff, but I know you're going to say yes, because every time I'm here, I drink way more than I should. And you guys do not say no to any night out ever. He's like, I have never met a group of people that are so equally motivated to do well in school as they are to go out and have fun. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. So if you imagine that mindset throughout all four years of college and then shrink it down to one last semester, you can really visualize how crazy it was. But then flash forward. Okay, so last weekend and week we had our own personal graduations on Friday. So like the School of Journalism, School of Business and all that good stuff. And those were on Friday, usually just kind of during the day. So our parents came down that night and we each had dinner with our families. And then some of our parents surprised us with little Italian gifts. They were these super cute leaf-like crowns that they gave to us who studied abroad in Italy, which was just so thoughtful of them. When we studied abroad, one of the moms saw this graduation ceremony when she was there And it was kind of a big tradition in Italy to crown the graduates with these cute little leaf things. Like, imagine Lilo from Lilo and Stitch, her little outfit. It was kind of like that. So three of my roommates and I all studied abroad in Italy. And our moms had a little mini Italian celebration for us where they gave us these inspired gifts. And it was super cool and just really emotional. So that really kicked off the weekend. And then we went out with our friends that night, of course, did a little toast because the next day was no other than graduation. And then graduation day, we got five hours of sleep before that, but it was without a doubt 
one of the very best days of my entire life. Usually I'm the first one up in the house or at least on my floor for reference. We have a whole house and there's two levels, three bedrooms on each level. And on a day like graduation or a game day or anything of that sorts, I'll usually wake up my roommates with music instead of a normal alarm clock because who the hell wants to be woken up with a normal alarm clock? Okay, you don't want to do that. It's time to go. It's time to drink. Let's get up. No time to waste. And right away, we were all up and going at like 730 in the morning. And usually we're slow or walking around, but we were so energetic. There was just something in the air. It was so fun, so wholesome. And also our moms were outside, you know, taking fireball shooters literally at 8 a.m. because they were setting up our backyard for a little post ceremony party. It was it was so cute. And they were having a blast with it. They had a ton of balloons and photos and cakes, tablecloths, all the good mom stuff. And it was just so wholesome to know that while we were all inside our college house getting ready for graduation, all of our cute moms were outside decorating for us, which was just adorable. And then we headed to the ceremony, which the ceremony was awesome. The beginning was so chaotic. Okay, story time. So at our graduation, it's very big. And actually, this was the largest graduating class ever at my university. And we all graduate on the football field. It's a big tradition at school I go to. So we got there what we thought was early. And we showed up with nine of us, I think there was. It was my roommates and then some of our guy friends. And we all wanted to sit together, even though we were all in different schools. We were just, it doesn't really matter for the big graduation. We get there, there are genuinely no seats left on the field. And that is the biggest graduation senior tradition there is like that is all or nothing so we're running around frantically and then we finally get to the point like we are not all gonna sit together we need to split up so we're all splitting up running all over the place two of my roommates got in to the school of business section which is where they graduated which was awesome and then me and two other of my roommates were running around frantically and all of a sudden I think 30 minutes went by because you're just it's so large. It's a massive football field, obviously. And you're seeing people, you know, so you're stopping and you're saying hi, but you're like, okay, yep. Hi, I got to go find a spot. Like, I don't know where I'm going to sit for my own graduation. So we're running around and all of a sudden they start kicking people off the field and are like, you're going to have to sit in the bleachers. And we were like, hell no, we did not go through four years of education to sit in the bleachers with the parents at our own graduation. What the hell is that? We are not doing that. So we were panicking. Like I was talking to security guards like, can I just grab that chair and sit next to this guy? Seriously. And me and the two roommates who I was running around with were like, we're going to have to split up. Like we're all just going to have to sit alone. And we'd rather have that than sit in the bleachers. So all of a sudden, my guy friends call me and they're like, okay, there are three spots open right in front of us. We're moving our stuff right now to save them. Like run up here. Right when we get up there, he calls me and he's like, they literally took the seats right before we could get to them. Like it was a whole thing. And I was literally like, okay, hell no. Hell no is this happening. So I move up by one of my guy friends. There was an open seat. I put my stuff down and there was an open seat on the other side. We put our stuff down. And then the nicest guy ever, shout out him. He was like, you know what? I can go sit up there a little further. I think you guys should all sit together. I don't know if my buddy's coming anymore and you guys can just have this seat. So we got to sit with nine of us in a row, which was so fun and so wholesome. And even though we were in the back of the Masters of Public Health and Medicine section, it was awesome. And it really doesn't matter. Our school is so big. You kind of sit wherever you want. But the fact that we went from almost having to sit in the bleachers with the parents to miraculously finding a row for all of us to sit was 
so great. It was awesome. I actually think it was six seats. Now that I think about it, not nine, but whatever. We had the roommates at the end. We all cried. My one roommate and I, Hunter, we don't hug at all. It's like very weird for us to hug. And as we were walking out of the graduation ceremony, they were killing us with music, playing good old days, all these sad songs that just make you want to cry. Always find your way back home by Hannah Montana. And then they played Never Grow Up by Taylor Swift, which all of you who know me, I'm a big Swifty. So they play that and I just start crying and I run up to my roommate Hunter and I was like, we just need one hug. You know, we never hug. This is a big day. So we hug. We both just start sobbing. Like, you know, the type of crying where you're just your face almost hurts because you're moving so much. How do I describe this? Like, it's an aggressive cry. You're just so sad and tears keep coming out. That's how it was. And all of our roommates were walking ahead. This is as we were leaving the stadium, like well after the ceremony. And they turned around and they were like, what the hell? Because one, we just started sobbing. And two, we're hugging. They're like, we don't even know how to react right now. This never happens. They never cry or hug each other. It's so weird. So it was just really cute moments. And then right as I left the stadium, my whole family was right there giving me hugs. Of course, I cried again, which I'm not really a big crier. I'm not. I cry more at things that make me happy. But it just goes to show how much I loved my four years here and didn't really want it to end. But it was such an amazing day. Okay, that was the ceremony. I know, guys. Bear with me. Long day. Trust me, it gets longer. But we all cried during after the ceremony because what the hell? And I feel like I'm still 19. So the fact that I'm explaining to you guys my college graduation stories is so weird. I wasn't alive for my parents' graduation, but I feel like they just graduated. I don't even know what's going on. But after that, we had the after party at our house in our backyard with all of our roommates' families and our guy friends and their families. And the weather turned out absolutely perfect for the day. It was just so fun to hang around the house, do the double-decker beer bong if people wanted to, play bags, eat, listen to music, dance, just such a great vibe. And then we went to our reservation at the bar and we got sauced. It was the funnest time ever. Everyone was just having such a blast from younger brothers to grandparents no one was short of having a good time. Like, imagine that all of our families or all of your families, put yourselves in these shoes, at your favorite college bar, just ripping shots and dancing their asses off. It was so perfect. Such a blast. We were having so much fun. And after that, we went to another bar. And that's when the night kind of became blurry for a lot of people. You know, we were drinking a lot nonstop. But then it became close to one and the parents wanted slash needed some food some drunk eats in our college town so they went off then they went back did their own thing and well us graduates could have had a nice nostalgic sentimental night we decided we didn't want to graduate and the only way to make that a reality was to simply not go to bed right that's the only way to do that so we went back out until bar closed and then went back to our guy friend's place and drank way too much and danced even more. And suddenly it was 4 a.m. and we decided, you know, we want to jump in the lake. So we brought a speaker and like 12 of us and we were walking around frat row and there was just a ton of parties going on and a ton of people still out, which was so fun. People were just wandering the streets hammered. So we just kept trying to find different spots to jump in that we weren't going to get in trouble for or that we weren't, you know, trespassing for. And we ended up walking for a while and 
time is such a weird concept because to me it felt like we were walking for five minutes but then the sun started to come up and we're just walking around the back streets of frat row kind of in swimsuits kind of in sweatsuits kind of in random shoes we were all just wearing the weirdest shit and then around five or so we went to our school union to the docks there and there were some seniors out in the streets but mainly it was empty which was hilarious So we picked a doc, we all jumped in, and we were all feeling so high on life, and we were just dancing and sitting on the dock and listening to music. We were watching the fireworks that the frats were lighting off as the sun came up. Just beautiful. It was such an unreal moment. And I just remember feeling like, this is it. This is the last time our lives are really going to feel and be like this. And that is such an odd feeling to know how important a moment is while you are still living in it. Because you are like, what can I do to never let this feeling go? How can I soak it up to its fullest? But you just can't. There is nothing you can do besides enjoy it. So that's what we did. Sopping wet at 5.30 in the morning, we just enjoyed it. And of course, we extended it because we messed around on the streets for an hour after that and then decided to go to breakfast. And the funniest part about this is that it wasn't like a McDonald's. It was a genuine breakfast place, a good breakfast spot in our town. And we walk in and right in front of us are the bartenders and the staff that kicked us out at bar close four hours earlier than that. And then everyone else in there was seniors too on their 23rd, 24th consecutive hour of just being awake. Everyone looked dead. It was hilarious. I remember I was walking back from the bathroom and there was a girl walking towards the bathroom. Both of us have our hoods up, our sweats on. We don't know each other at all. We just look at each other, smile and give each other like a head nod because everyone was just in the same boat. It's kind of like a mutual, oh, you want to die? Okay, I want to die too. And that's exactly how it was. It was so fun. And also, sprinkled in there was some Mother's Day groups of people, which just really added to the whole vibe. But we all looked like trash. I had my guy friend's sweats on and my heels on and then my hood up. It was like a whole thing. None of our outfits were even the slightest bit cohesive, though. One of my friends was in a swimsuit, like a cheetah print swimsuit. (laughs) Some were soaked. Some were in sweats. Some people were sleeping at the table. It was just such a mess. And then that's when we all slowly started to lose our minds a little bit. That entire night, I was not hungry or tired at all. And I think everything was catching up to me at once. I felt so delusional. I couldn't even complete a thought in my brain. Nothing was making sense. And then not to mention, I had a Mother's Day brunch at 1030. So it was me just really running on fumes. But that was the iconic graduation night. And that's how we all wanted it to be. And it was one of the very best nights of my life, hands down. I celebrated with all of my family, my best friends, and we absolutely could not have had more fun. It was such a blast. Being a senior is genuinely deadly because were you thinking I was going to say something more sweet there? Being a senior is so great. It's so fun. It's amazing. No, it's fucking not. It's deadly because the second you feel an ounce of tiredness in your body, someone pulls the whole, dude, we're graduating. We won't be college kids ever again. Come on. We got like two weeks left and you're immediately risen. You do not have a choice. You have to push through. And if you don't have friends who don't use that line or don't have that same mindset, find new friends or be that friend. And that goes right into this episode 
Life goes by fast, people. You need to surround yourself with people who enjoy it and who want to enjoy it. And above all, you need to learn how to enjoy it and soak it up because this shit is not slowing down and let me be proof of that. When I was younger, I thought there was nothing worse in life than growing up. And I still kind of feel that way. But genuinely, I remember at every age feeling like, damn, if I could just stay this age forever, I would love it. And then as I got uglier, you know, and more dramatic and more anxious, I started to realize, damn, you know what? I don't really need to be 14 with braces forever. I can grow up. But in all reality, I just never wanted to get older. I never wanted to grow up. I've always been that way. I remember when my older brother was in eighth grade, I was like, perfect. This is ideal. I'm in fifth grade. My younger brother is in like first grade. No one move. This is good. And then when my older brother was a senior in high school, I was like, I swear to God, if time moves quickly, I'm going to lose my shit. I just didn't want things to change. I just loved them the way they were and I wanted them to stay the same. And even when I graduated high school, oh my God. Four years ago is that now? That makes me so nauseous. What the hell? But when I graduated high school, I was definitely ready for change by the end of it because, you know, I was seeing the same 70 people every single day since preschool, but it was still so bittersweet because I didn't want things to change. I wasn't ready to leave what made me so happy. And now here I am. Oh my God, I might start crying. Can you imagine that? Seventh Ephesus special, Katie cries on the podcast. Um, But now here I am, a college graduate. And this change is probably the hardest I've faced in terms of natural life progressions. And whenever a milestone or anything like this is hit, it's hard not to be like, damn, life goes by so fast. How did this happen? And that is impossible to comprehend. And that is the point of this episode, to make a little sense of why time goes by so quickly and finding ways to cope with it. So here we are. First people, slow the hell down. It starts with every day. We have 24 hours of every day and this will probably contradict the story I just told of me staying up all night and going absolutely crazy. So just disregard that for a brief moment. But I feel like everyone wakes up and is like, okay, if I make breakfast now, I can get some work done by 1030. And then I'll work out at three, make dinner, come back, go for a walk, watch Netflix. Okay, that's my day. That's good enough. I filled I filled the productivity levels. We are so worried with filling each day with enough tasks to deem it as worth it. Why do we think that way? Since when do our own hobbies not become justifiable enough to make time for them each day? We push them aside as if they're some sort of reward, as if they're dessert or candy. Our minds are like, I will sit outside once this is done. I will do that once I'm done with this. We fill our days with so much clutter that if we just slow down, we will find so much more meaning behind the smaller actions that we do. Also, life is already in a rush for us. Why are we rushing our personal days and moments to ourselves? When we slow down and pay attention to the details of what we are doing, it is so much easier to find those minimal joys. 
And I know I've said this a hundred times, but we are always focused on what's next. We are constantly preparing for the next move, the next vacation, the next weekend. And that's why life goes by so fast because we're not even focused on our own life. We're focused on what we can do to make it worth it in terms that society sets for us. So if you have to force yourself to get up an hour earlier just to sit on your porch and enjoy a little sunshine or read your book or just have a moment to yourself, that is so worth it. We need to learn to embrace the joy of slowing down, of simplicity, and almost master the art of being bored. And this is me talking to myself. I am the biggest culprit of this. We don't need to fill our days with so much meaningless clutter It is okay to just take a seat and a breather. You don't need all of these routines in the world to be happy, okay? And then there's another side of this. And this is very contradictory to what I just said, but this is very sent with emphasis, Katie Baker kind of mindset. But life moves fast, okay? Yep, we got that, Katie. That's the whole point of the episode. You've explained that. Life moves fucking fast. We need to live it the hell up. So many people are like, slow down and figure out your goals and what you really want. And to that, I say that when you start moving, things move with you. You don't want to sit and overthink because what good does that do? Fill your days with movement and friends and activities and adventures that give you that feeling of adrenaline or thrill or happiness. And again, That doesn't mean fill your days with clutter and things that you feel other people think you should be doing. Fill your days with things that make you feel alive. Keep doing what brings you that joy every day. Do not stop because here is the thing. Life is fast and life will catch up to you very quickly before you know it. And the worst thing that can happen is you are going to wish that you lived it up more. You are going to wish you did that or said this, or took a chance here. We don't have a ton of time. So what are we waiting for? You need to live it up. We think that we have so much time and that is just such a naive thing to say. What are you waiting for? When you do the things you want, the life that is meant for you will follow and pave itself out. You don't need to sit and overthink every little step. We can't just sit around and wait for good days to come or wait for the perfect weather or the perfect scenario or the perfect situation or group of friends in order for us to take action. We have to make every situation what we want it to be. And I talk about this again a hundred times, but people are often in such a rush to get to the next step. You know, you find the boy that you want to marry and all of a sudden you stop hanging out with your friends and being spontaneous because you'd rather choose the predictable, comfortable lifestyle and spend seven days a week, 24 hours a day doing just that. And I'm not saying that from time to time, I don't love to stay in, okay? I don't need anyone holding the mirror in my face and calling me a hypocrite. I will be the first to say I love staying in love a good show, love a good book. Literally, I was at the bar last week with my brother and I was like, I want to go home and read my book. And he was like, are you fucking serious right now? But you know, sometimes that's what you want to do. But I'm just saying we are so quick to take the safe route and the comfortable route that we miss the opportunities to actually live. So don't rush your life and go get that joy and go get that thrill and whatever it looks for you. Find more time in your days to be both sentimental and nostalgic, yet also make time for things that give you a thrill. 
Life goes by in a blink of an eye. Is that a song or is that from a poem? I know Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney, but I don't think that quote is from there. I don't know. But right now, it feels like life is moving so fast for me. I walked into this library today because I'm still recording in the studio in the back of it. And there is no one in here. There is genuinely not a soul. And this is the library that I've studied at for the past four years. You know, it's always packed with people studying and grinding out homework. And now there is just no one here. And my student ID won't work for much longer. I won't be in this library probably ever again, come soon enough. And I just feel like I'm in a constant cruise control and someone else is driving. I don't know what's going on. There is just so much change occurring. But I will say I am so proud of how I have lived my college experience. I have taken advantage of every opportunity, sometimes a little too much. I've lived every moment to its fullest. And well, it's impossible to not have regrets. I feel so fulfilled. And I'm not here to tell you how awesome my college experience was, but I'm here to tell you that if you're looking for the slightest bit of credibility, let my experience be that. I am leaving a town that I have built a completely different life in. I have started over, made all new friends, have a whole new life, and it almost feels like a separate world or utopia. And as much as I didn't want to graduate and still don't want to move away from the city or move on the college lifestyle, I feel satisfied with the life I've lived. So be reflective, be positive, and make the effort to take advantage of every day. Because apparently, I am 22 years old. I don't know when that happened, but my days as a student are most likely done. And this isn't just aimed at college kids. It's you middle schoolers, it's you high schoolers, it's you parents, it's you people who just graduated, you people who are in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, whatever it is, whatever you're going through, let this be a reminder that life goes quickly, okay? It is confirmed here on Send With Emphasis, life goes quickly. Fucking got it. I've said it a million times. So maybe take a moment to document or write down whatever you're doing right now or whatever you did today so you can look back and remind yourself that you lived this life for you. All right? Damn. Woo! I am feeling just so motivated after that, aren't you guys? Let's go. You know when you get done with like a hard workout class or an exam or something just super strenuous and you just are so motivated and hyped up, you're like, fuck yes, I can conquer all things. That's how I feel when I'm like yelling at you guys through this microphone. And it's kind of fun now that this library is empty because I can scream as loud as I want. I'm not worried about the people outside of the store hearing me. But it's hilarious. I Usually during the school year, I leave the studio and people are probably like, are you on drugs? I'm like, guys, no, it's just sent with emphasis podcast, okay? We're sober and we're high on life at the same time and it's amazing. That's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of. Um, anyways, hot take section. I haven't had a solo hot take section in a while and damn, it feels good to be back. I want to create a little sound for my hot take wouldn't that be kind of fun like hot take section and then it's like a little jingle or something I don't know I think that'd be kind of fun but okay this may not necessarily be a take I'll just explain it because my friends and I were just talking about that I would almost rather have a bad dream 
than a super good realistic dream. And I know that sounds really morbid and pessimistic, and I promise you, I am not that kind of person, but hear me out. When you have a good realistic dream, most of the time you're waking up and you're like, hell yeah, I finally started dating the guy I'm into. He told me he loves me. Oh my God, I won this money. I got this job. I moved to that city. And then you wake up and you're faced right away with the reality that isn't the one you wanted or that isn't the one you wanted in your dream. So you're instantly in a bad mood. You're instantly disappointed. Your expectations are lowered. You're just pissed off to start the day like, damn, this shit sucks. Whereas when you have a nightmare, you wake up and are like, thank God I'm not in a burning building. Thank God Bowser from Mario Kart isn't coming after me on a Razor scooter. Okay? It's not as bad as it is when you are sleeping or when you have this nightmare. So you wake up and are instantly happy. You're enjoying what's around you. You're enjoying that, you know, you're still alive and you're not being set on fire. So that's why sometimes I think I'd rather have a nightmare. Also, recently, I've been having just weird dreams. They're not even good dreams and they're not nightmares. They're just bizarre. And it almost makes me not want to fall asleep. I don't know what that is. And I know in the beginning of this episode, I talked about how how I'm fascinated with dreams. This goes back to it. I dream every single night. It's almost exhausting. I actually don't think my brain ever gets a break because I'm talking nonstop every day. And then I go to bed and apparently my brain is still on and working because it's making all these weird synapses and connections in my brain to put these dreams together. I don't know. But maybe you still don't feel that way. And I'm not saying nightmares are good, okay? It's really not good in those four, five, six hours that you're having one. And I know you want to escape. And the scariest thing is when you feel like you can't, like you can't wake up from that nightmare. But in terms of awake life, is that the right word? I'd rather have a nightmare because it makes me appreciate the life around me even more. I don't know. Okay, maybe that's a bad hot take. I don't know, (laughs) but it's food for thought, okay? Think about it. So that is all I have for this week's episode. I am so happy to be back and talking with you all. This podcast is now going to become my life. It's all my focus. I'm so happy to get back into a routine with it. And for those of you out there who feel like life is moving too fast, slow down a little, but make sure to keep making time for things that give you the most joy. Don't stop living, okay? It goes by quick. No excuses. Go live it up, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, as always, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday. Thank you